the Cool Beans Podcast with the coolest host around. This is the Cool Beans Podcast number three of season two. I'm your host, Tyler Minnelli, with my co-host, Asa. And we are currently trying to play uh, a game together. for X-Men versus Street Fighter. Yes. For this old... next podcast about video games and how we... Is it still loading on your end? Yeah, it's still loading on my end. All right, let's just wait. Uh, let's have some interesting conversations. Yes. So while most of you who are listening to this podcast, you may be coming to this podcast from my gaming channel. Hopefully, that's where you're coming from. Or just some random places. You may want to hear about the games that I grew up playing with and what inspired me to do a gaming channel. Mm -hmm. And Asa also had a pretty, pretty good upbringing with games too, didn't you? Yeah, I played games a lot, actually. I'm, I wouldn't call myself a gamer, though. It's a great escape. Yes, definitely. Having myself a Biscoff cookie, I hope you'll excuse I'm me. I'm definitely not as big as a gamer as I used to be. I used to be hardcore Call of Duty and Halo 3 every single night. Two two liters of Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, please sponsor. Uh, every day. Just I don't know. Just, You're getting back to that point. Just minus the Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and, I just cut out Dr. Pepper today. I'm done drinking Dr. Pepper. Good choice. Good for you. Yeah. I'm going to start working out again, which I have done every time I render a video. I'm doing some sort of workout like jump rope or pull-ups or sit-ups or something. That's actually a really good jump rope. It's fantastic. And I love pull-ups. Oh, yeah. It's great for cardio. And I'm doing what you told me to do with the leg wrist. Here, let's uh, – I'm going to I'm gonna close out this – close this out and start another – Start another. Uh... You know what? Let's just go to arcade. Let's just go to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. Let's do Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Play what now. the hell? Oh, now what starts now that you're not in? Oh, of course. Well, come back. Uh, you want me to come back? Yeah. Okay. I'll come back. We're trying to get this game to work so we can play together. There's so a possibility. We might have to leave. Yeah. Alright, dude, come back. I'm coming back right now. So what got you into games? Know. For me? Yeah. I remember, I think I was like three years old. My grandma got me a Sega Genesis. Awesome. And that was the first thing. And I remember I got Mortal Kombat. And... What? What else? Sonic the Hedgehog. And those are the two games I remember playing. That's, that's, that's cool. But yeah, so what got me into games, uh, I, I had my grandmother, she was really into games. She had every gaming console from uh, the original DOS computer to right before she died, PlayStation 1. And I got to play Nintendo games like some Super Mario 64. That was my shit back in the day. And game. What, the game that I really played, I really gamed on the PS1. Me and my sister would stay up night and day playing PS1 games. Crash Bandicoot, we would play till we beat it, till our eyes bleed. Bloody Roar, Dead or Alive 1 and 2. Um, Gran Turismo, uh, baseball games. Because my grandfather liked to play baseball games. So I used to play that with him. And my grandmother had a casino game because she loved the casino. 
So she bought a casino game? Yeah, really? she bought a I tried to convince game. my grandma to do this. It, it worked really well for my grandma. She loved it. Hmm. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I can see why you would love the PlayStation 1 then. That yeah, sounds like I, a great memory. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome playing PlayStation 1 with my, uh, with my dad, my grandma, and grandpa. Like, I remember playing on the old CTV, the old uh, CRTVs that my grandfather had with the little radioactive. Oh, dude, I remember those. But yeah, and uh, we we would just we would just sit and play PlayStation games all night. Me and my sister would, like, we beat the shit out of Crash Bandicoot. And this is without a memory card too, so we didn't have a memory card for the longest time. So every time we beat, every time we would beat Crash Bandicoot, we would have to beat it again. Because uh, our memory cards broke a bunch, because we 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 weren't very careful with our things. Uh, I don't know any child that age who is. Yeah, and uh, then I got into Game Boys and GameCube and Xbox Dude, and PlayStation Two era. I loved the GameCube. The GameCube is fucking fantastic. It had some of the best games like Mario Sunshine, and I know people don't like this game. Because they think it's crappy, but you know for a fact when you were a kid you had fun with this game. Shadow the Hedgehog. I had a lot of fun with that game. Are you kidding me? That game was so fun. Uh, what, what, so what, what what drove you to games? I just, <laughs> dude, uh, I really couldn't tell you. I guess because I didn't have a lot of friends growing up in video games, just a way for me, and I really enjoyed that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I had the other spectrum where I had friends that played a lot of video games as well, so we would play them together, and we would get like cheat codes, be on cheatcc.com, and all day playing those, trying to get uh, the uh, cheats for San Andreas or Grand Theft Auto 3 or something. Oh, dude, I love using remember... cheat codes, dude. I remember when I first got Vice City, no, when I first got Grand Theft Auto 3, it was my first introduction to, like, a mature game with blood and stuff and gore and all that. And, um, uh, and I would just beat hookers to death. Like, I was, like, I never beat Grand Theft Auto 3 because I was a kid. I didn't understand how to beat it because everything was timed. And it just is like, what am I doing? What, why can't I start this mission? They really simplified it in the uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 and 4. Where you didn't have to go at specific times anymore. It was just skipped to the day. I really loved putting right, cheat codes in there, dude. A lot. But yeah, I definitely... I, I played the shit at some games. And then into my teen years, as I said earlier in the podcast, I would play Halo... Uh, like before, I had Xbox Live. I had uh, just the Xbox, uh, and I had X I would have Halo Two, and I would hook it straight into the modem, and um, get on these cheat lobbies and stuff that they would have these crazy like, like just anything going on. Like they would just mod the heck out of, um, out of Halo Two. And then eventually I got a 360 and got Xbox Live Gold, and I would play um, Halo 3 and Modern Warfare 2. 
uh, Halo Reach. I got the day of and beat the entirety of the campaign solo legendary by myself um, on the first day that I got it. Dude, good job. I remember. Uh, yeah. I remember you always talking about Halo. It was a very popular game whenever we were in high school. It's still pretty popular, but yes. I just remember people talking about it a lot, especially. And then um, the game that got me into RPG games, as we talked about in Season 1 on our, our RPG podcast, was uh, um, Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowinds. And that's really... Oh, yeah, I used to play... Fall, or I used to play... Um, Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation One. That's another game I had. That was but, a good uh, game. More towards the more towards the what really got me in RPGs was uh, Morrowinds. It was just fantastic game. It, it, it's hard if you if you if your first game was Oblivion or Skyrim, you probably wouldn't be able to play Morrowind nowadays. Probably not. But if you have the nostalgia factor, you can because it's just a great game. And once the Skywind project comes out. I think a lot of people will be experiencing Morrowind again for, and will be experiencing Morrowind for the first time and really enjoying it. Cause they're the Skywind project is doing a lot of work to bring back the old and mix it with the new of Skyrim. That is, that is such a cool idea. I love that, that thought and idea and so much. And they're doing the same thing with Oblivion as well, bringing Oblivion to the Skyrim engine as well. Oh yeah. I'm excited to see that too. I'm, you know, after talking to you about Oblivion, I really do want to give it a shot. I'm really thinking about it. It's like, yeah, because it sounds interesting. And uh, I remember you said you you can actually have your weapon out and do magic at the same time. Yes, and I hope they bring that to the to the Sky Oblivion um, form. So you say hope. But it, I got. I don't think it will because it's in the Skyrim engine, and I don't know if that's possible in the Skyrim engine to cast magic and hold a weapon. But like it is because you have the dual wielding. But to have a shield and a magic uh, spell and a sword, like you can in Oblivion, because I'm currently doing uh, a let's play, a let's role play of Oblivion and Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim on my channel. Well, I mean, considering how much you talk about Skyrim, dude. Uh, I'd say that that's probably one of your favorite games, or probably your favorite game. It, it is one of Elder Scrolls is my favorite game series, so I would say my favorite game is Morrowind, mm -hmm. and then a close second would be Halo Two. You said Halo Two. Halo Two is probably my my second favorite game. I love this shit at Halo Two. Why well, specifically? Halo then it would 2. go Skyrim. Oh, because it was my first. Halo. Oh, really? Okay, that's a good point. That's why yeah. I like Final Fantasy VII. It was your yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite, but that's why I really like it, and that's why it's okay. special to me. My favorite's thirteen, but uh... again, I've only played a few of the Final Fantasy games. They're really good. I was more of the Kingdom. I was more of the Kingdom Hearts kid. But uh, don't get me wrong, this new Final Fantasy VII just absolutely amazing. I watch trailers, and I don't even want to look at it because I don't want to. Because you don't want to spoil no, it for yourself. No, nothing. Because I love the way it looks. It's it's so well done, and it's exactly fleshed out how you would want it, and that's what's great about it. It's so cool. This guy's oh, you know, on our RPG podcast, we were talking about how Kingdom Hearts 3 was about to come yeah. out. Well, by the recording of this podcast, Kingdom Hearts 3 has released, and I have it, and I have beat it once. 
what a weird story. Wait, why is it weird? To, yeah, it's just like, so for instance, the New Worlds, Toy Story was cool. Frozen is literally just the movie Frozen, just with Sora, Donald, and Goofy in the background. It has all the songs from Frozen 1 and all that, and oh my god. You know I my 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 uh what I my what I have to go through on an almost daily basis with Frozen. Oh yeah, I know. So for the don't know, he he watches his kid brother and sister and uh uh, uh, is that fun? Is that fair? Yeah, you can tell him. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he watches kid brother and sister on the side. It's really nice, and they really like to watch Frozen. Apparently, that's the his brother likes. So maybe there's hope for him in the future. I don't know. I'm not a pessimist. <laughs> I'm very optimistic, but that's his thing. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, I mean, I get it, though. But yeah, so, um, what, so, what, what games are you currently playing nowadays? I play a lot of King of Fighters, specifically the 90s, uh, early 2000 ones, because I really enjoy the King of Fighters games. Okay. Well, you know what I'm currently playing. Skyrim. I just got a, I just got a gaming PC. And I'm modding the heck out of some Skyrim, Oblivion, and Fallout New Vegas. I'm also playing GTA, that. which I'm planning to mod and put that on my channel as well. This... I might hop into a role-playing server for a GTA one day, once I get better set up. Hey, why don't you tell us about some of the mods you've installed on your, uh, Marvel, well, on your Skyrim for, and why you did. For, for Skyrim, for role-playing uh, aspects, I downloaded... Um, Winter Suns uh, Worship Mod, which is by Enon Suns, who I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, he, he did a lot of great overhaul mods. Like, he did a perk overhaul mod, which I also have installed, called Ordinator. He did a magic overhaul mod called Apocalypse that had like a hundred, like a thousand new spells, I think. He did an enchantment overhaul called Somerset Enchantments. I have that installed as well, and there's a lot of cool enchantments in there, like Quickness, speed, feather fall, stuff like that. Stuff that was in the original games that wasn't in a Skyrim because Skyrim is a is cut down version of the uh, other games. How could you say that? Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and you know Todd, Todd Howard, what he says. He says, "What can we cut out?" <laughs> I do believe that to be true. Because I'm. He he's been he's been on record in I'm that. not one against simplification. Don't get me wrong, but uh, wow, let's like like sometimes streamlining is like when it, when it cuts core elements out, it's like really what what are you doing here? Yeah, like uh, I like the idea. You know how there's an acrobat class in uh, Oblivion. In Oblivion and more yes, yep. and that's pretty cool that you can jump higher because. You know, that's something small, but that's actually pretty real. Like, people can learn to jump, or they can train and themselves to jump very different, high. And people also have different base speeds. In Skyrim, everyone has the same base speed. And that's another thing about um, Skyrim too is they made the beast races less beast-like. 
Because in Morrowind, the Beast Racers couldn't wear helmets or footwear. Because they were they they had they had different leg structures than uh, the humanoid and elf races. Oh wow, you're getting into like the uh, the details, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually really cool. Uh, I didn't know that. So in yeah, you're right. Everyone would. Is that a fact? Like, not everyone could wear not everyone could wear the boots because Argonians and Khajiit's legs are different. From the human and elf blades, like humans and elves, they're more closer. Oh yeah, and orcs too. They're they're closer to each other than than beast races are. So like they could have designed something so beasts could wear boots, but you they couldn't. It would have to be a specific boot. Yeah. But in Skyrim, everyone has everyone has the same skeletal skeletal structure. So they oversimplified to the point where uh, they took out some of the. Kids. It's every everyone's the same at base level. Uh, that takes a lot out, personally. It's not till later levels where you, your character starts to differ from other people's characters. Like, bone-wise? Like, yeah. Like, I installed a mod called uh, char Character Creation Overhaul, which um, allows you to basically have the same attribute skills as, um, as Morrowind and Oblivion. Brings back classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's really fun for me because then my character, I can specialize my character to be what I want to be, and uh, he'll be stronger at the beginning of the game than he would normally be. And uh, I, another mod I installed was for for that. I put a, a add item mod so that way I can I can um. I can add any item that I need at the beginning of the game. I don't use it at mid-game, but I use it at the beginning, so that way I can make my character. I can basically make my character how I want it to be for the rest of the game. And I also have an. Ex I changed the way I gain experience in that game. That's another mod I installed. Called it's. I believe it's called Experience, mm -hmm. where you get you gain experience by doing quests and discovering locations like you would in a Fallout game. I I like that idea. I always liked the uh, getting experience just for finding something. Yeah, I like that too. That's why I changed it to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, my ass beating this and I made dragons more deadly too. I added deadlier dragons, I mean, which adds in a bunch of new classes of dragons. I never understood. I never understood. The game was already maybe it was just how I played, and I was just terrible at the game. But that game was. No, that game was easy if you if you knew how to play. Really, it was hard for me. I yeah. suck. And I like Dark Souls games. Well, obviously, Skyrim was harder. No, Skyrim. Skyrim is easy. Really? That's why I added. It, that's why I added in um, what I call the mod called Morlu Ultimate, which makes the uh, level the the le level item progression more like Morrowind's and less like um, Skyrim and Oblivion. Because in in those games, if if you buy, say, you save up your all your money and you buy a dwarven sword from a merchant. All of a sudden, every bandit will have a dwarven sword. So that basically making what you just bought useless because you could have just picked it up from that person, but they didn't have it until you had bought it. So it really, it's like, what? Why does everyone suddenly magically level up with me? So Morally Ultimate puts thing puts. So there's one set of Daedric armor in the game and a few sets of ebony items in the mm -hmm. game. That um, must be rewarding because ebony. Ebony, yes, it is. Ebony's very rare. 
And on my on my uh, personal character that I don't make videos with, he has found one, two ebony items, and two Jadric items, uh, two Jadric pieces of armor. And also to forge Daedric or Ebony items, you have to use a special forge, like the Sky Forge, for instance, to even forge those, if you get enough to even make them. Because Ebony's harder to... Ebony ignits are even harder to find. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think I ever found them. And then on Fallout New Vegas, I added uh, Quality of Life mods and Immersive HUD mod. That turns off the HUD when I don't want it there. Oh, that's good. And I added, added a mod called Project Nevada that changed basically just about everything about the game, like combat-wise and stuff, and adds in the cybernetic things, which I have yet to study because I just started my Let's Play. And Oblivion, I ha I modded that, and that's more in lines with... Uh, it's a little harder now than it was at the base game because everything's de-leveled, and... On my first interaction out of the sewers, I ran into a vampire thrall, a vampire monk, who used his fist and bl a bleed spell and chased me all the way to the waterfront district. Which was crazy. Yeah. And he's about to face down the Daedra in, uh, at Kavach. I don't know how far into Oblivion you played. Oh, no, you're speak, basically speaking Spanish to me. Oh, okay. Well, people listening to this podcast will probably understand. I hope they do, because <laughs> they can make it. I hope, I hope they're getting something out of it, because, like I said, they should be watching my uh, videos, so. I hope so. Oh, another thing Project Nevada adds for Fallout New Vegas is bullet time. So instead of using VATS, you slow down time like you do in Fallout 4, except without uh, the VAT system. Oh, really? Yes. So does... Which is really cool. It's very... It's like a modern game. So it doesn't just stop it? It doesn't stop time. It just slows time down. Oh. So it gives you time to breathe. So it's like it's like in um, some shooters where if, like, you, if you slow your heart rate down to breathe, it slows down time. It's doing like that. Oh, I totally got you, dude. Yeah. And then I'm also playing GTA V, and I'm learning StarCraft II right now. Because I used to play StarCraft One back in the day when I was, like, nine with my uh, uncle when I lived with them. My uncles and cousins. We used to – they had a bunch of PCs at their house, and we would all hop on online and play StarCraft One and just play for hours on hours on the end. That sounds like a lot of fun, dude. Oh, man. I'm really excited to see Fallout this one. I, I hadn't modded it yes. too crazy. Or, I, I can't... I, I haven't modded it too crazy. It's just... It's still... It, like, I made it... I did some beautification mods just to make it look a little more modern. And uh, I just added Project Nevada, so... Just to change the gameplay up from what I'm used to playing. Because I, I play... I've... Probably did about everything you could do in Fallout New Vegas, except for the DLC. So I'm excited to play the DLC because I've yet to do that. That's actually a really fantastic game, and I really love the game. Would you like to hear about my character in New Vegas? Oh. Give you a little teaser? Oh, so now you just want to tease me. So his name is Don Tanner, and he's a smooth-talking, silver-tongued devil. 
and he wants to be a radio star. Oh. Like Mr. New Vegas. I like it. You want to hear about my... And he was... Oh, yeah. What, I, already, I already told you about Virginia, didn't I? No, you can keep going. This is interesting. No, tell, tell me about Virginia. No, 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 hold on. Let's hear about this guy. Okay, so tell... Uh, Don Tanner... Uh, he he just did he just picked up the courier job so he could get some extra funds because uh, somebody told him if he was able to get to the strip somebody could get him on the New Vegas show on the radio so uh, that was his plan but he ended up getting shot in the head instead and now he is in a town in the middle of nowhere called Good Springs mm. and that's where we leave that's where it leaves off from there. That's a little introduction to that character. So, what other mods did you add to the game? And oh, uh... uh, just just some quality of life mods that make the game a little more uh, accessible. You don't think it's accessible? I didn't do any quest or gun mods yet. I just did some. I just did some texture packs mods. Oh wow! No, that game is very accessible. I just, I just, I played it a lot back when I was back when it first came out. I didn't start playing it too much until not too long ago, maybe about a year ago. Started putting more time into it, and I've really come to appreciate it. I feel kind of mad because I'll put a lot of time into what it. Do you, what do you play it on? I, I played it on the Xbox. I, I need to okay. play it on the PC though. It's oh, it's night and day difference. Oh, I believe it. Frame rate, especially. Yeah, playing at 60 frames a second. It's amazing. Like, playing Skyrim at 60 frames a second after playing on the Xbox 360 and Xbox One for basically most of my life. <laughs> oh my god. Night and day. Especially with all the special mods and things. Like, that That was cool. Like, the like what the modding I could do on the Xbox One for, the, for Skyrim Special Edition. But it was limited at what you could do. But with the PC, the sky's the limit. And like with my character Tels Thendo, Thendo uh, he's a follower of Molag Bol, and I was able to get an armor that made him look kind of like Molag Bol, called the Knight of Molag Bol. And I, I basically worked into the story where Molag Bol uh, gave my character this, gave Tels this armor because he's he was such a good follower. Sounds pretty cool, actually. And now you got me into these emulators, and I'm replaying Bloody Roar because that was my favorite fighting game besides Dead or Alive back on the PlayStation. Oh, World. dude, uh, a lot of those games. Well, especially, I, yeah, I like those old fighters. I'm actually glad that you enjoyed it. I don't know how you guys feel about emulators, but I love emulators. Uh, I enjoy emulators. I, I used to play a lot of Pokemon emulators back in the day. Oh, dude, those are, f oh, those are so much fun to just make. Because for some reason, I, I stopped buying Game Boys, and I, after, like, I had a DS, but after the first DS, I never had a Game Boy again. Really? So I had to, so I had to do a bunch of emulators on my phone. Really? You haven't had a DS since? Since when it first came out. <laughs> that was the first time, I, that's the last time I had a DS. I mean, I'm not saying... So what was the last Pokemon game you played then? Last Pokemon game I played. 
Sapphire? Really? I think so. I didn't play a Poke- I never played a Pokemon game on the DS actually. I, I didn't either. I was about to start Pearl, but I stopped. And that was where I stopped. You know, uh, I don't know if anyone else felt this, but Hoenn was never my favorite region. Hoenn's the first region. No, that's it's the third region. It's uh, oh, okay. it's Kanto's the first region. And then Johto. Oh, okay. But Johto. I can never keep I can never keep it straight in my head. Well, I mean Johto wasn't really that big of a region. Which is a shame because yeah. it was my Which one was Pokemon uh yellow Pikachu? It was Kanto. Kanto, however you want to say it. Kanto? Yeah. And I I used to play Fire Red a lot. Yeah. Like I played the shit out of some Fire Red. Oh so much. A lot. So I'm familiar I, with Kanto. Yeah. Kanto. My cousin, he definitely, uh, my nephew, he, uh, his dad got him into Pokemon, and my, my nephew loves that Pokemon, that Pokemon stuff. So wait, which Pokemon games specifically? The old ones? Uh, yeah, he plays the old ones, but he likes the new one too. He, he really enjoys the new one for the Nintendo Switch. Well, I remember I tried to play Sun, and I had a lot of fun. While I was playing it, I mean, I was rolling riches, but I had a lot of fun. Oh, speaking of the emulator, by the way, yes, Asa introduced me to a new game that apparently my dad played back on the arcade called Bushido Blade Two, and it's kind of like Sekiro before Sekiro. Oh, it's really awesome with the stances and stuff oh yeah yeah and you can die in one hit and stuff like i i just started the game and i died in one hit and you can like block and parry it is very in-depth for an arcade playstation one game i think so too and uh, i really like the fact that they have different stances in the game and it's that's so cool. Let's be honest. Like three different, different speeds of attack. Yes. And different speeds of attack as well. And also, it does. Da- you can lose your arm because they do damage to your arm, and you lose your stances. And I, I could die. Like two people could kill them, like each other until Tyler's hold me, and that was so yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did not know that could happen. And all of a sudden, me and this other person, we we just clashed each other right in the stomach, and we both died. That's so cool. That's awesome. That is the game that we should play. I mean, I don't think these servers can handle, but that's something we should try. Well, you know what? When you're when you come back to Florida, I'll get a second controller and we will play Bushido Blade. Dude, I'm down with that. Don't kick my ass though. And we'll record we'll record another podcast. I probably will because I'm getting good at this game. Really? Well. Yeah, I'm kicking ass. Well, it looks like I won't let you kick my ass then. All right. Well, that's Asa and Tyler signing out. You got any final words, Asa? Don't do drugs.